0: Hello and welcome to Comic Solving Problems. I'm Stephen Allen.
1: And I'm Eric McElroy. Good evening indeed and welcome to the show where two comics who've been in lockdown and unable to work for a year are doing... Totally fine. Spending all day looking at the news and making videos in their spare rooms. I'm doing fine. I'm doing fine, Steve. How you doing? Don't need, don't need an audience. Don't fine. need to leave the house. I mean, I would even stay at a premiere Inn at this stage. <laughs> I just
0: want to leave. Regular crying is good for you anyway. So. I want to leave.
1: I just want to leave. But yes, um, thank you for joining us um, over the course of the next 45 minutes or so. Steve and I are going to sort out four major problems that we've identified in the world and fix them like that. Um, we will be checking with you in the chat. If you're watching us on YouTube, um, you can send us some problems there as well. You can say hello and do all those kinds of things. As you're watching the show, if you find anything that you enjoy, feel free to give us a like on the old youtube if you want to go as far as subscribing to the channel i know it's a high level of commitment but you can unsubscribe later and uh <laughs> if you really are going crazy and you think oh those guys they did spend about uh, at least an hour working on the show today uh that's worth a coffee or two you can give us a little give us a little tip in the old Kofi link mm-hmm. and uh yeah just thank you for joining us and um We're going to kick off into some problems, I think, aren't we, Steve? Yeah.
0: If we include rocking backwards and forwards as part of the time working Mm -hmm. on the show. Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah, definitely we've done at least an hour. Um, Beautiful work. So I've got a a problem that I think we should have a look at solving.
1: Okay.
0: It's the problem of Boris's flat. I know So straight away there'll be some people going, oh, this is Boris bashing. People, your average people outside the Westminster bubble don't care about what's in his flat. That's true. I don't care about wallpaper. do you know, I don't. in general don't care about wallpaper. Not just his, <laughs> just wallpaper. Everyone thinks they're good at interior design. And let me tell you why. Because everything you buy that you like, you put in your house and then you like it and you think you're good mm-hmm. at interior design. How haven't people worked that out yet? But I gave up on humanity a long while ago, so <laughs> never mind. But it's not about the items. It's about whether the correct uh, respect for receiving money was paid. And there was some chat in the Commons recently Uh, And this was with Sir Keir Starmer talking to Boris Johnson. Some interesting questions were asked. Uh, Five questions that Keir Starmer asked about Boris Johnson's flat. Let's get stuck in to some of the scandal. It's one of the things that Keir Starmer said. Either the taxpayer paid the initial invoice, or it was the Conservative Party, or it was a private donor, or it was the Prime Minister. So I'm making it easy for the Prime Minister. It's now multiple choice. That's good. It's a good way of getting a proper answer out of him. He's made it multiple choice. Boris Johnson. Let's play <laughs> Who Wants to Be a Billionaire? Can I phone a friend? And it's exactly that kind of texting that got you in trouble in the first place. So maybe don't. But this is the question: Where was the money coming from for the original payment? The heated row continued. There are only four options. It should be easier than
1: finding the chatty rat, Mr. Speaker.
0: To be fair, find the chatty rat is one of my favourite scratch cards, and that's why I can't afford three thousand pound a roll uh, wallpaper. Not that I would, because I don't care about it. Um, so let's plow on to what they were saying. But I think people will think it absolutely bizarre that he is focusing on this issue yeah when get to the proper issue was he boffing that woman and how much money did she get from it these are the (laughs) serious issues that need answering that for some reason still haven't been answered and he's going on about this flat business well let's see what else was said i'd rather not spend taxpayers money by the way Hmm, good point he'd rather spend money that was given to him well, you know, he can just sort it out by doing some favors. It just seems like he's saving the tax, but by taking a backhander, he's saving the taxpayers' money. Why aren't we grateful for this? Honestly, um, then he, he pointed out what he would rather be doing than dealing with this nonsense. Party it up starting it up, fair enough, that's the, the first question I was trying to ask. Uh-huh. Um, but then it, we got stuck into this wallpaper that everyone seems to care about. This is a Prime Minister who, during the pandemic, was nipping out of meetings to choose wallpaper at £840 a roll. Now, it's kind of a good point, because hmm. the, the point he's raising is you're hardly a man of the people every man if you're dropping that kind of money on a, a role, <sighs> wallpaper. It's really difficult to take a you're not the man of the people lesson from Sir Keir Starmer <laughs> or Sir Ed Davey. A lot of sirs going around these days and I'm starting to feel left out. I checked on my phone and the electronic assistant is Sir I. My God, they are giving out titles left, right and centre. Sir I. Sir I ignores me, thinks it's better than me. Yep. Sir I is uh, quite a complex fellow. That is a maths joke that will be removed from the clips when we post these afterwards.
1: (laughs) I get it now.
0: Yeah, good. Um, And actually, if you see this live with the Sir I joke, and then you watch it afterwards without it, you'll think, where did that go? And that's because the Sir I joke was imaginary. I'm a twofer. I've done two jokes about maths that no one's going to enjoy. They're gone. Anyway, back to the scandal. So, Keir Starmer was uh, asking more questions. And he's telling the civil service to find out who paid for the redecoration of his flat. The cabinet secretary has been asked. Mm. Well, the cabinet secretary should know because the cabinet secretary should be good at interior design. That's why they called the cabinet. Uh. <laughs> <clears throat> um,
1: you're going to but, cut that
0: one as well? That one's going to get cut. Of course it is. <laughs> but it won't make a difference because, as it turns out, I saw this headline on Sky. Boris Johnson says he will have the final say on investigation into Downing Street flat refurb. Let me guess that that flat will be as dodgy as this country is racist. Is that right? I think I know where the results are <laughs> going to come from. But this whole interaction in the House of Commons was interesting. It wasn't just Sakir Starmer given it all that about the, uh, the paperwork. Is also the issue of Boris Johnson claims that he said he'd rather see th- piles of bodies in the streets, a Thousand High, rather than do another lockdown. He said he didn't. And then things got pretty tetchy with uh, SMPs in Blackford. Parliamentary rules stop me from saying that the Prime Minister has repeatedly lied to the public over the last week. But can I ask the question? Are you a liar, Prime Minister? <sighs> oh, no, he didn't. And the reason that is like, ooh, is because there is some convention in Parliament. You can't mm-hmm. call someone a liar. But he didn't call him a liar. He asked him the question, are you a liar? Oh, uh. some clever stuff going down. But it upset Boris Johnson. Uh, Mr Speaker, I, I, I leave it to you to judge whether the uh, arrival of the gentleman's uh, remarks were in order. Mm. I can answer that one. If he would have said, A, you, Minister Liar Prime R... <laughs> those words would have not been in order but hmm. they were in order so there we go right. and it's not that much of a difficult question because he said are you a liar Prime Minister? and we can actually make that an easier question for you
1: <laughs>
0: Sir I because I nice. never mind <sighs>
1: See, but Boris Johnson couldn't say he was a liar because then he'd be breaching the code of conduct.
0: Yeah. He couldn't Ima- admit it. Imagine if there were two doors and both mm. had a Boris Johnson in front of them. Yeah. And one always told the <laughs> truth. The other one always <laughs> lied. And you'd look and you go, "That door looks expensive. Who paid for that? And you'd never find out.
1: <laughs> I'd be too busy looking at the wallpaper between the doors.
0: I mean... It's really right like, there are so many bits of this like the story gets bunched together I honestly don't give a shit about wallpaper even in this room it's wallpaper <laughs> if you spend your life paying attention to that kind of stuff I yeah. like clearly you will be miserable but it is very expensive wallpaper but I don't care because it's all about who pays for it yeah. and and it's not even about who pays for it is it it's it's yeah. about how honest you are about it i've got a prediction and we could put this in mm. the uh, in the thing here my prediction is it's probably all above board. However, Mm. they are clever enough in government to realise, because he could answer it, there's going to be an investigation to find out who funded it originally. And Boris could obviously say, oh, it's that person. And that's how long that investigation needs to be. So why would you drag it out? Either you're trying to hide something or maybe even this. He realises if he can get Sir Starmer to go all in on the, let's see how sleazy and dodgy. Mm. Effectively, the flat will become synonymous with the level of sleaze in the government and then right. he just goes oh no look it was i paid for it it's all above board oh that would be very difficult to ever mount a sleaze related fight against him again
1: well i mean and the good news is is they're already starting to get the latest poll results and it, no one seems to care so yeah that's the that's the magical thing about it but uh but yeah i mean i think you hit the nail on the head it's uh, kind of who is buying it for him that might be buying just a smidge of influence
0: yeah because no one's no one's ever going like fifty-eight thousand pounds um what do you want in in return for that nothing i just i just liked you know i've got spare money and i like to help out rich powerful yeah. white dudes
1: and someone did say to me once if you're going to commit fraud go large so and that person was the former president of the united states um <laughs> and right. that's why
0: you are a comedian now <laughs>
1: that's why i'm <laughs> Um, All right, uh, let's check in with the chat, shall we? Um, Lots of good evenings from everyone. There's Tom, there's uh, uh, Canada, there's Mark, there's Jack, uh, there's Chris. Uh, Morning, says Chris. Morning. Um, Good day, says another Chris. Evening all and so on. Lots there. Canadian bacon, because there's been chat on our Twitter feeds about bacon. We don't really understand where that's gone. I'll be honest. We're very happy to be included in your social media conversation but we don't understand. I did um,
0: different bacons. I'll be honest. Don't know. You didn't
1: know? There's streaky bacon, and then there's what I oh, call Oh, no, K- I knew. You call bacon. Yeah. I
0: so. went, I remember I went into the butchers once and asked for hmm. some bacon, and he said, lean back. I'm not doing that joke. <laughs> but it's nice that we all know that joke, so that's fine.
1: Um, looks like Eric's laughs. Um, I'm not sure what, what that, my, my laugh. there
0: was comments about your lamp being uh, erect.
1: lamp? Uh, oh, something looks like my labs. It's, it's, I'm working on it. It's actually just tilted the other way so that you no. can't see. Um, there we go. Rocking backwards and forwards, says Britt, for an hour. That's your daily exercise sorted. Remember that bananas are only one of your five a day, even if you eat ten. Yeah, that can't be that true.
0: You will eat ten on the show, mm-hmm. live.
1: What have I got? No, I don't have... No, I'm not going to do that. Um, <laughs> uh, the lava lamp is straight today. Um, Oh, Chris is being genderistic here. Chris Curling, gin is the wife's department. I'm a cup of tea, man.
0: Oh, okay. So
1: you can put tea uh, gin in a cup of tea. I
0: mean, you could and put a... a cup of tea in gin.
1: You and could it do both. you out of someone's bar, then, will not you? And we will have all of it. We're very happy to have all those people watching the show, anyone who does that. Um, Brit says but that I mean, she's more... Gentle, before...
0: yeah. What is the name of the tea or coffee? Because if you put whiskey in, Irish, vodka, uh... Russian... What is the name? Which nationality do do we um, link up to gin? If you put gin in a coffee, what is it? There you go. Comment section. Deal with that.
1: Or gin in a tea. That's just British. (laughs) It's a British Um, tea. Brit says that she's happy to call us Sir Steve and Lady Eric. What? Why did I read that? (laughs) You tricked me, Brit.
0: (laughs) You might as well, because Lady Gaga never got that title officially. So you go for it. It's a mix a lot. Don't believe a word of it. There we go. Which is weird, because I should believe him, because he cannot lie.
1: <laughs> he should run for Parliament. Mm. Mm. He'd never get elected. Um, back in the day, uh, Mark says, would he have had the same issue with Lord Kitchener? Uh, I'm not sure Was which... not a uh... proper
0: Lord. First World War. <laughs> I mean, that is quite back in the day.
1: <laughs> that is back in the day. Um, Chris Curling says, if he used a Dyson to clean up after the decorators, we'd be back to square one again. <laughs> Just those, those it's like a Figure it just it's goes. It's like the infinity loop. Yeah, it just goes around and around. Um, but Sir Karma is Sir Car- Sir Kier Starmer is a lawyer. Someone pointed out. Yeah. So, I don't. In America, everybody gets called Sir because we're afraid that they have guns. Yeah.
0: It's a no, but you thing. you're called Sir in lieu of a name rather than as part of the name.
1: Well, yes, that's true. Yeah. Fair enough. That's a good point and you've never even been there
0: never even been there but i you know, seen the movie i do get i get called sir over here actually i lo- it's one of the things i enjoy about being a grown-up is that people <laughs> will refer to me as sir when i'm complaining about things it's great
1: wow i would never go that far um and we'll just do a couple more here and then we'll crack on um two days ago i asked paddy power to give me a price on a treble arlene foster to resign boris johnson to resign scotland to vote yes Gutted. They got back to
0: me. <laughs> oh I can also see Chris. Chris Hood has got in touch with an answer to uh, what do you call gin in a tea, London yep. tea. But I actually think Chris Curling, Curling's one hits the nail on the head. Secret alcoholic. Yeah, gin in a cup of tea.
1: It's not a secret if you're if you're honest with yourself.
0: <laughs> but don't tell anyone
1: else. <laughs> don't tell anyone else. Um, right. Uh, you can check here. Be, make sure. Um, a lot of you have done this already. But please do hit the like button um, if you would like to uh, just make good. us feel happy. A little thumbs up is there. And you can subscribe to the show. And, of course, as always, I'll put the link in there. There's a kofi. fi um, nice. Just, you know, it, it takes all currencies. So yeah. Yeah. that's well, their currency lying around do an online donation to our Kofi account and um you'll still have that spare change line around hmm.
0: but you'll feel better about yourself yeah <coughs> so the yeah. links on that while you get yourself ready for the next one i think we're in the right position for it keep the comments yep. coming in over there there's your Kofi link uh, mr eric mcelroy what problems you got
1: well steve this is a long-running problem we've had on the show and here's another edition of it <laughs> One more week to go steve are you gonna miss are you gonna miss the london mayoral contest
0: which contest
1: the london mayoral contest i am
0: definitely going to miss that yeah
1: really am. pretty soon we're gonna have the uh new york uh mayor's election Uh, So we've got that to look forward to after it. Um, We've looked at a lot of different candidates on the show, and I thought it was time to take a look at Sean Bailey, who is the Tory candidate. He's running in support of the Conservative Party um, because he's really taken a stand uh, and is really taking the fight to watch Sadiq Khan win by a landslide. (laughs) Because here's still the latest polls, uh, which had Sean Bailey at 28%, and Sadiq Khan is at 41%. So it does look like they'll have to do the second round of voting thing, where they look at your second preferences for Sadiq Khan. But he's clearly going to get reelected. I mean, there's no question there. Uh, I, I think because you're you're technically outside of the London, you don't get a vote in this one, do you? No. No. It's exciting though. Do you wish? Uh, would you be Sadiq in it if you could?
0: Oh, I don't know. I'm so. I, I think I might vote for the guy last week who was running simply just to make Lawrence Fox look bad. Yeah. yeah,
1: I know. Well, we'll talk about ways that you can vote strategically uh, in a little bit. But the thing that's got to feel bad for Sean, because I mean, look at that—he's at—he's the—he's the only other major party candidate there. Because you've got the Greens, eh, little Dems, who and then a lot of other people. But Sean's <laughs> still only at twenty-eight percent. That's got to hurt when you consider that this guy right here, N- Nico, is a YouTuber that we featured on Tuesday's show. We ah. featured Nico the other day. He's at 5%. Sean can't even get over 30. And, and a 22-year-old kid has got 5% of that vote.
0: Did he get a little comic-solving problems bump? Is that because we he covered about a him all of I mean,
1: but if you have a look at Nico, I mean, he's... He's That's him, he's 22 years old. He's wearing children's glasses and even <laughs> he's getting featured by the BBC. He's gotten more press than Sean Bailey has, who's with the party that's in power. And the party that's in power, as we've seen, can get away with anything. Sean can't even get away with more than 28%. Ouch. Yep, so we haven't really met Sean yet. Let's go ahead and meet the candidate in person.
0: Today, we're gonna to drive into the center of London
1: No, that's a nice, nice thing to do. He's going to drive into the center of London. He's got a whole message. We're going to follow through with that in a second. But I couldn't help but notice that he's leaving his own home. And I don't know if you could see that in the upper, I think it's left-hand corner there, uh, where his home is, Steve. His home is Sean's house in Romford. Oh. He's running to be mayor of London, but he lives in Romford. Steve, I believe, are you familiar with the Romford area?
0: I'm aware of its oeuvre.
1: Mm. Mm. Um, Is it in London?
0: Well, actually, yeah. Is it? London Borough of Havering.
1: Is it really, though? Because according to Essex Live, uh, a newspaper in Essex, Romford is definitely in Essex and not in London. Mm. So I don't know if Sean's eligible to run. I mean, it doesn't matter. He's not going to win anyway. But Mm -hmm. would you... You've spent time in Romford would you say it is more londony or more essexy
0: It's unique it's very difficult to work out whether it's it's certainly not like other parts of essex you know if you go to Malden, yeah. anything beyond chelmsford it's not like that um okay. and it's also it's like parts of london used to be that's the nicest that's the best way of putting it i would say
1: racist no i don't know what No, like
0: old like genuinely old school kind of like <laughs> a bit like the 1950s But also, yeah, that they are racist, but not all of them, but only the ones who are like it's the nineteen fifties. You know, there's a lot, there's lots of vans, yeah, which I've got nothing against vans apart from they cut me up every day. But other than that, yeah, it's uh, an interesting,
1: it's it's a unique part of London. Because if I read the article uh, from Essex Live, um, they're very specific about what they have to say about this. They say, "Once in Essex, always in Essex." Ah, the Taint. Yeah, that's right, Steve. Once in Essex, always in Essex, because once in Essex. Always an STI.
0: (laughs) Well, I don't think I've picked that up just from doing a radio show there. (laughs) I'm not
1: checked. Yeah. Well, that's one thing about washing your hands a lot more these days. It keeps you safe. But. Let's get back to Sean. He's on his way in to drive into London to make a point about Sadiq Khan, the next mayor of London. Boom, £5.50, first one. This
0: £5.50 charge applies to anyone who wants to cross the border into London. So that's family, friends, customers, including tourists as well
1: that's your cousins you got your truck drivers you got your aunties you got your nephews you got your strangers you got your engineers you got your plumbers i can name lots of different types of people (laughs) i want to be mayor oh dear there's other mayors did he he should have listed mayors that's because he's not going to be one (laughs) let's let's continue our drive with sean
0: we are now just approaching the north circular road And boom, Sadiq Khan has taken another £12.50 in taxes because he just turned into expanded ultra-low emission zone.
1: Sadiq Khan has taken your money? I mean, I don't think Sadiq Khan personally is taking your money because, let's be honest, he's not a Tory. That's just not what they do. He's Labour. They spend the money on other people. He doesn't have a flat to refurbish, for crying out loud. (laughs) And the thing is there, I mean, Sean's trying to blame Sadiq for the extension of the ultra-low emission zone, and that cost him money. But I wonder, when did that ultra-low commission idea begin? Let me see here. (laughs) Oh, plans were laid out under Boris Johnson, but we don't want to talk about that. I mean, of course, Boris came up with the idea. I mean, Boris is always looking for a way to get a little bit more money out of people. Uh, Now, let's finish that drive, because we want to know what Sean is going to do as mayor.
0: It's £33 before you have any money to take home. All of this when we need to get London moving. So as mayor, I will be reducing or removing all of these charges.
1: Uh, I don't know. If I were to be mayor, I might reduce charges, I might remove charges. I don't know. I'm just making stuff up because I know I'm not going to win, so I don't really have to make a decision about what I'm going to do with any of these possible charges, because I will never be mayor. Now, the thing is, It does matter who you vote for, guys. If you do live in the greater London area, and I will include Romford in this because I do understand how greater boroughs work because I live in one of them. It does matter who you vote for. And I do want people to take this seriously, even though we've been profiling a lot of candidates and we've been joking about them. You know, it does look like Sadiq Khan will win. I do think he's probably the person who should be the next mayor of London because I really don't want to give the Tories any more power. And none of the other people really have a chance. But you can't just vote like that. You have to be aware that votes do make a difference because you can't take pack, back you cannot take back your vote you have to remember that votes have consequences you have to remember that you get a feeling that people are um, are thinking about it more now than they were before the referendum is the
0: truth i don't think they realize the implications and they've currently seen the mess that we're in at the
1: moment that's right, Steve. Because if you vote the wrong way in a major election or referendum, you could end up Welsh. How very dear.
0: <laughs> I'm a 30 tooth offended.
1: That guy who was in that bit, he's from Romford. Voted for Brexit. Now he talks like that. His own family don't know who he is.
0: He took vote leave literally, didn't he? Yeah. Left all the way and headed to my homeland. Wow, a little bit of Brian Rose there, just a little bit of Brian mm. Rose. Wash it down with some Brian Rose. Mm.
1: Um,
0: beautiful oh, work. Wow. <laughs> uh, I feel like I should be writing about this in the. Uh, by the way, Romford Recorder every Friday, yeah. Steve's newspaper column. But ba boom. However, yeah, it's an interesting, it's an interesting place. Although I will, the pr- problem with Sadiq Khan is those mother-effing planters in the middle of the road. So yeah. in London, you drive down a road, all of a sudden, it's a dead end now because a militant version of ground force turned up, put a pretend tree in the place, and if you go through it, it's fine. I just don't get it. I mean, I, I honestly parked in, in Hackney once, and then hmm. the next time I moved the car, like over the, <laughs> over the weekend, I was like, I literally can't get out of here. I had a little <laughs> drive at one road, no, drive up another road, no, went to this road, nothing, had a little cry, then came back, tried to go to the main one no i'm just trapped in a b and q so if if he were to stop that and what really bothers me is i'm in a tiny car i'm not impacting the environment that much just like mm. it's worse me trying to do a three-point turn seven point turn before i can go and try again meanwhile some absolute scrotum on an e-bike scooter thing just yeah. vroom, whoops through them and they're illegal on the road i'm a legal yep. vehicle not being allowed to drive but those bewildered criminals are zooming That's through. Bastards.
1: Yeah. I got no time for them.
0: Sadiq yeah. Khan. I'm telling I might tell people in my Romford column, don't vote for the errant gardener Sadiq Khan.
1: <laughs> but um, who would you go for? Binface? Bin yeah. I mean Who
0: is the guy who followed us on Twitter? Uh Cam. Cam.
1: Yep. From Hashtag the burning, travel. the burning party wants to burn London down to make it better again, or something like that. I Start can't with
0: those planters. <laughs>
1: I'm going for the burning pink party. Well, I'm sure
0: you are. <laughs> <laughs> Once in Essex, always in Essex. Oh, um, it
1: never leaves you. It never leaves you.
0: We've got. Let's have a look. Gin in your cuppa. Uh, got to be a G and T.
1: Stephen Leatherdale
0: oh that is good and he was on form you know when you feel you're riding high after a good pun yeah Um, and then Chris says uh, at you nailed it but spelled that wrong so it's amazing how one person gains the other person just feels bad (laughs) the guy who's spelled nailed it's like Neo and uh, Agent Smith. yeah uh, Bayerberg's joined it says morning morning thank you very much for coming along Mark says Eric will you be doing a series on the New York mayor election Uh, will it be featuring featuring a rotating apple (laughs)
1: <laughs> we have done one feature already on uh, Eric. I've forgotten his name already, uh, but there's a you can check it out on the channel, and there's a short of it. Uh, so you can see he's the guy that gave us a tour of a house and explained where their children hide their drugs.
0: Yeah, and the gun so, just under here, and the gun, the and the gun button. in the jewelry,
1: the guns in the jewelry box. The the, the drugs go in the uh, teddy bear. I so.
0: see. If it were me covering that one, I suppose I would have done a version of Cats in the Cradle. <laughs> but singing about guns in the jewelry box. Um, yeah. Chris says uh, to both Chris Hood and me uh, that I can fix the nailed in, in the edit. Yeah, don't worry, I'll fix it up in post. Your typo gets sorted. Uh, although Chris also enjoys hashtag Mayorial, which is now we've worked out how to spell it. How do you say it.
1: I don't understand what's wrong. How
0: do you sp- uh, how do you spell that word that you Mayorial? Yeah.
1: M A Y May. May- O-R-E-A-L I mean, May actually, ordeal. that might
0: be how you spell that word, but <laughs> can't prove you're wrong. <laughs> That's the benefit of making up a word. I can't tell you it's wrong. <laughs> Make up your own language, do a full Esperanto on yeah. us, and literally no one can ever correct you ever again. Um, I used to live in Braintree, says Bayerberg. Felt uh, close, uh, closer to the moon than anywhere cultured. Moved to the middle of nowhere, Kent. Let's not start picking on that county. Uh, started to be cursed. It's uh, a better action. Oh, accent. Yeah, they do. It sounds slightly nicer when they call you the sea bomb down in Kent. That's nice. But we, because I used to live in down down in Kent, and every year they have the Kent County Show at the Kent County Showground. I mean, they're asking for trouble. It's their own fault, isn't it? Um, Brian, real for. For mayor, was it real? That might be a typo on Rose. Uh, we need leaders with specific tastes and physical abilities. He's got—he li- likes a bit of wee. Mm. Um, I do wonder what an Essex gollum might sound like. Sometimes.
1: Oh, you to pull that out for us, Steve.
0: I think about that.
1: <laughs> Can you um, get into the? Yeah. Get into the zone. Breathe. Just think. You know, because it's late at night. You've had your. You want your chips? You've been drinking. You've been at the club. He
0: wants pies and mash it's so precious there you go something like that uh pie and mash no offense to the people of that part of east london and essex but they act like they invented pie and mash like it's the local dele- delicacy what do you mean pie and mash that everyone has everywhere oh yeah pie and mash east london pie and mash well, <laughs> well done.
1: all right um before we carry on i'm just my i don't know if you can hear him but my dog is scratching at the door so i'm gonna i'm gonna try and tell the family to come take the dog
0: Beautiful, you do that. Uh, London Gollum is Bojo. <laughs> nice, says Brit. Thirty-three pounds to drive into London, says Mark, or five pound thirty on a train. Over the course of a year, he could save enough money to buy a roll of wallpaper. Good costings. Good costings. <laughs> um, Tracy says uh, plenty of Essex Golems roaming around Romford. I don't say that likely, as I live there and I don't venture out after dark. No, because they'd be going. To- me wants the pies and mashes.
1: Uh, isn't pie is more of a northern thing Isn't it Or do they do that that's in Essex what
0: I That's what I thought As a northerner What's your local delicacy pies. around here Pie How very dare you Nick my Pie Yeah but what we have We have it with The, the liquor of an eel What Alright Fair enough uh,
1: It's been so long Since I've been to Essex Because I can't go anywhere I, I go to I gig there now
0: I go there for work Inver- No I yeah. go to The London Borough Of Havering for work
1: Um
0: <laughs> <laughs> but I drive through Essex uh, So, yep, you can There's the Kofi link on there if you'd like to get stuck into that And uh, keep the comments coming through Ready for another problem?
1: Uh, yes, I think so
0: This is Actually, this is more solution than problem I was going to mm-hmm. say, how do we fix nature? Because nature is She's hurt, and we need to heal oh. her and Sorry, <clears throat> too high, go and we need to split the difference. And we need to heal her because it's, it's bad what's happening. You know, Greta was telling us about how mm. bad things are. And then there was a lockdown and you could only drink outside. And then everyone bought a heater for outside. <laughs> We're literally heating <laughs> up the outside. How dare you? Um, but don't worry. I think evolution is fixing it for us. Okay. It's solving problem Nature is healing itself. And that was my thought today when I saw this story about a mutant lamb that was born with only two legs has learned to walk just like a person. Hmm. Now, you might be thinking, Steve, that's just another one of those pointless stories you seem to find in the Daily Star. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> um, is it simply a pointless thing to fill a newspaper of what has basically turned out to be a thing doing a cloud impression? Um, but there it is. Look at that. Oh. that is, that's a sheep on two legs. And the ones in the background are really looking on; (laughs) they're kind of impressed. (laughs) I like that. And what I think of what's happened here is that it's not a silly story. This is evidence of evolution working before our eyes. There you go. Evolution has thought to itself: a lot of lambs being killed. What's going on? People are eating leg of lamb. Let's get rid of them. Hmm. And it's adapted. So that yep. no longer are the legs of lamb available to us That will be saving lamb's lives you think, A bit of lamb neck, people like that Next thing, the next evolutionary step, no neck I know it's more of a brazing meat But it, mm. get rid of that And then eventually in the future sheep will have two legs and no neck Like a woolly Clive Anderson That's basically the vibe <laughs> that you'd get from it And I'm all for it I think this is, this is showing how mother nature will heal And there's also another picture of the There it is, that's the other way that it walks and there's an, obvious, there's an obvious joke to do there. But as I say, I'm a 30-tooth Welsh and I'd be offended at it. So that's, that's how it walks around. Cheeky. Oh. Um, but that's Can't not the sh- only example of lovely things happening in nature. Because mm. we can help. We owe the earth. And we should do whatever we can to help animals. And that's why I was very happy to see this news story of this woman calls herself... Britain's only chicken masseuse, oh, which God. I am fairly sure I've ordered in a restaurant. Um, I'll have one chicken masseuse and two lamb wobblers. Lamb wobbler is a reference to the thing we've just seen. Yep. So she, she rubs chickens. She trained as a masseuse and thought, I don't want to be rubbing people all, all day. There's more than just people on this planet. Who could really do with a nice neck rub? Chicken. Mm. Yeah. you've got to be very like, it, it's some, it, she's holding a rabbit I mean she does them all um, she can offer a range of massages whether it's to help the animals rebuild strength because there's nothing worse than a weak chicken release mm. tension, that's a good one or get <laughs> limbs moving a- after anesthetic yeah so release tension, if you have a rooster that needs some tension releasing yeah. she's the woman to go to and the obvious question is what was I googling for when I found this story and it's <laughs> none of your damn business uh, but it's not in my history, incognito mode. But um, also, she said it sounds crazy. She said we've you've got when you've got chickens who've been rescued from battery farms, uh, and they only know a life cooped up. They'll have a nice imagine that you've been cooped up, and then you're like, oh, oh, I could do with a nice rub, right, just under the wing, yeah, the chicken wing. You got to be careful though, if you're doing. You, you can only do massage, <coughs> chicken massage, which again looks like I've been <laughs> autocorrected down from chicken masala, but chicken massage. Not chiropractic stuff Because okay. if you'd be like Do you need clicking? And then the chicken starts crying You're like, what have I done? Oh, she's, <laughs> she cracked one of her eggs It upsets her um, <laughs> So that's, that's where we get to That apparently you can rub a chicken and she also says that she's the Britain's only chicken masseuse. I mean, I'd give it a go if it asked. But anyway, that's not the point. To find out more <laughs> if this is a useful service, I'm joined on the line now by a chicken who has received a massage from this lady. Hello. Hello, Steve. Oh, you look a bit, you know. Bit. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's my own fault. I booked him for the massage. She said, how do I want doing? I said, do me Thai style. And uh, now I'm like this with a tasty sauce makes sense makes sense um very sorry for your loss i think that's all the chicken puns i could do i just <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's all it was it?
1: Chicken puns. didn't know how many you go through i mean i can see why chickens in particular would need massage because you know the necks the repetitiveness of the getting like
0: oh got
1: a... oh oh i was just walking around like that i just can't move it, it makes sense
0: got a crick neck yeah from all yeah. the eating now because all my reading what you've been reading Didn't do that one before, but that's just happened.
1: It's just happened. I mean, that's the kind of spontaneity people pay for, Steve.
0: (laughs) I feel like I should apologise, but, you know. Let me
1: refresh our donations page there. That's what you pay Um, for. Do we have a sound effect for crickets? (laughs) (laughs) Don't know what's happening there. It's not... uh, Let's just refresh it again. Anyway. Um, right. I don't know where we left off on the comments. I keep losing track of these things. Um, uh, I think, did we do, isn't Chris saying, isn't jellied eels in East London? Did we talk about that?
0: No, but that is exactly the kind of point I was talking about. They they use an eel liquor with their pies. Ooh. Eel liquor sounds like a threat on some of the bloke's behalf.
1: Is that someone's job to be the eel liquor? Anyway. Um... Leg of Lamb special, thumbs up. There we go. Chris Curleen says, is it two shoulders or legs? Either are very nice. (laughs) Did I say that too creepily? Yeah. Very nice. towards my Wells joke at the end. (laughs) Sorry about that. Um, Let's see. That's a woolly chicken, says Bayerberg
0: that was there were two different types of animals in that story it was in case you didn't quite understand what was happening that was two terrible shit news stories from the daily star but then i searched to find the other one not on a daily star so it didn't look like i was just daily star in it and put them together to yep. waste your time
1: now here's one in advance that i'm going to mispronounce uh Marcus suggested a chi- chicken masseuse with a masseuse. pilo mice
0: oh chicken masseuse with pilau mice that's that's good that's
1: good there you go i don't really understand. I don't understand these things um steve from leatherdale says um is it more of a braising meat going to be your new catchphrase steve
0: i think that could work that oh could it's work, more of a braising the meat it's got that alan bennett for. <laughs> oh no I, and i said to her it's more of a braising meat <laughs> um
1: chris hood says chicken massage with a happy ending <laughs> that's <laughs> Um, oh, there we go. See, after that, um, one of the Chris's uh, made a donation, um, even after, even after all of that. So thank you very much.
0: <laughs> even <after all>
1: that. <laughs> Charlotte says, well, I've definitely massaged a few swines before, but not chickens. Yet. Well, yet.
0: It's <laughs> a big market.
1: <laughs> That's right. Once we come out of lockdown, it's gonna be crazy out there. It's gonna be massage animal farm. Two legs good. That lamb took that two legs good thing way too far. (laughs) I can't believe you didn't do a a a 1984 animal farm joke in there. Um, (laughs) Baerberg says, thank you. I'm not here every Monday. I don't want to forget to try the pie and tip the waitress. Yeah. There we go.
0: You've got to wait until Uh, she falls asleep and get someone to kneel down behind (laughs)
1: her. A few more of these, and then we'll do another story. Um, I'll take the lamb wobbler, national dish of the Welsh.
0: I'm a 30-tooth offended again.
1: Yeah, I know. And I did that anti-Welsh joke as well. i get in trouble. Britt says, don't get in a flab about chicken rubs. I'd suggest lemon and garlic.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there is that. I did think mental image-wise that when the chicken goes for a massage and mm-hmm. then the masseuse gets out the oil, it's like, oi, let's have a look at what that is.
1: What? <laughs> Extra virgin? Oi, oh, no. <laughs> I wouldn't want to do the chickens' feet, though. They're all, oh, they're so dry. I mean, my hands are bad. My hands aren't as bad anymore. Anyway, um, a couple more and then we'll crack on. Long boy, apparently a mutant duck in New York, will need a lot of hosing three feet high. That's a big duck. Yeah, there we go. And Chris Curleen says I noticed when I had chickens that when their heads went forward, their assholes went in too. <laughs> I think he was doing more than massaging tall. the chickens. <laughs>
0: Because like, the rest of our animals, you know, we've all got intestines that have lots of spare give on them. But do you reckon it was just like a guitar chord, Head goes forward. All right. It's got to go in the other way.
1: <laughs> I think now I, it's nice to see that the viewers are weirding themselves out more than we weird um, them out for a change. Um, <laughs>
0: I love so how I- you've written in there if you like what you're seeing, feel free to buy us a drink. No <laughs> one's liking what they're seeing. We're doing chicken and lamb puns.
1: <laughs> What's wrong with that? Um, all right. Are we ready to crack yeah. on? So make sure you've liked things, do all that stuff. Uh, I think it, okay, I've lost track of time. Is this our final problem? It is. It's final problem over to Mr. Eric McElroy. Final problem, Steve. Well, um, we've got a problem, Steve, in that I've been doing this now long-running segment about who's going to win the mayoral race. Um, and, you know, it's given us a lot of material, really enjoyed doing it. There's been some fascinating candidates. But... Come the 6th of May, the election will end, and we're going to have to move on. So it does mean it's time to find a new story to cover right here. Oh, yeah, it's election 2022. Oh, yeah, we already started. USA! Woo! USA! 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 We are already started with the 2022 midterm election, Steve. Can you believe it? Great. Isn't that great? That means we've got almost two years of me covering all the candidates throughout the United States, and I'm very excited about that. Um, The first candidate we're gonna profile is a Senate candidate from North Carolina, and his name, of course, is Ted Budd. And here's one of his campaign ads. All right, to the liberal agenda crusher. Big trucks That's... crush libs <laughs> rawr! USA oh, dear. It's an awesome isn't it? I cannot believe I left that country. I mean I can. It's terrifying. I can't mm. fuck this my people. Um but you know what? He brought in the big truck, he crushed the libs, but you know, he's in North Carolina. At least he didn't bring any guns into it, did he?
0: You know, I think we can skip the shooting part. I own a gun store. They know where I stand.
1: Yeah, that's funny, Steve. We know where he stands. (laughs) I sell weapons of mass destruction. (laughs) Jesus Christ. Um, But uh, let's see, you know, the kind of stuff that uh, old Ted believes in.
0: I believe in freedom, capitalism, and putting America first. And that whole defund the police thing is crazy. Cut.
1: Ted, you're going to trigger the liberals with all that stuff, man.
0: Yeah, but the only trigger warning around here is keep your finger off it until you're ready to fire. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I did another joke about the weapons of death that I sell, because that annoys people who want to live. (laughs) America first in guns. Now, um, Ted wants you to know where he stands, uh, because, you know, he's he stands with someone um, called Donald Trump. You know, even after Donald Trump denied that he lost the election, even after Donald Trump egged on an insurrection, you think maybe Ted has shifted his support um, from Donald Trump? Not so much.
0: That I ran for Congress to stand and fight alongside Donald Trump. But you don't have to take my word for it.
1: A warrior, a friend, really helps out whenever we need it. He's there. Ted. Ted. Ted, buddy. I love it every time he says my name. He loves me so much. I love him to say it every time I just get a little bit excited. I get a little bit hard. I'm like, I'm say Ted Bud again, Donald. would you say Ted Bud for me? Just say Ted. I love it when you say Ted. Um, and the thing is, you know, maybe Donald mentioned his name a couple of times, but Donald did lots of speeches. He went around the country, you know, endorsing lots of different candidates. I mean, how can we really tell if Ted Budd, and Donald were actually close or even very close and we have a bit of an idea uh because Ted got covid
0: <laughs>
1: yeah so, so uh they they were at least uh, within a few feet of each other uh at one point or another now Ted might hope that Donald holds him close um you know cuz He likes to, you know, get people close to him, different people. Uh, But the problem is, of course, sometimes when Donald gets held close, those people get in trouble. You know, just ask Michael Cohen. Just ask uh, Giuliani, whose uh, offices were raided and apartment raided and phone seized today. And the thing is, once, uh, Ted, you stay a little bit too close to Donald, it could be after a little while, Donald starts to maybe distance himself a bit. And you might hear this. What a Ted. (laughs) What a Ted. I got no idea what a Ted is. I was never that close to Ted. It happens. It's going to happen, Ted. It always does. Now, when you look at these candidates, because this is early on, right? They're starting to make their a- ads and things, and they're starting to introduce themselves to the people of their state or wherever they- it is that they're running. So I want to do a little research on Ted, because North Carolina is not my hometown. And um, so I started to look on his website. And one of the things that's on his website that you can find on lots of candidates' website, is is this, on his YouTube channel. And uh, you can see, I can't tell if that's come up because I think I've got a bit of a delay there. There it is. Mm-hmm. Um, that You see there where it says Ted Budd B-roll reel? See that <laughs> down there at the bottom? <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, basically B-roll is backup role that you put into a film, you know, to give it some context and so on. Now, American candidates, they they fund their own campaigns. But also there's other groups called PACs and super PACs and other people who put money into a campaign to support a candidate. Often they're Russian. We'll talk about that right now. But they cannot directly coordinate between the campaign of the candidate himself and the pack. So they put out this B-roll of just footage of the candidate just hanging out and doing different things and so on. But when they put it out there for people to use freely, that's why it's there, um, they don't put any sound with it, Steve because they just oh. want the footage there because they pre- figure they'll have a voiceover. And so they put different things of Ted doing stuff with factory workers, with his family, and so on. And so it means, see, you can take that B-roll footage because it's there to be used and have a little bit of fun with it, you know? Um, like here, this is when uh, Ted went to meet some workers. Tell me about the cushions, George. I want to love them and hold them and sit on them. And can I put my bum-bum on them? <gasps> There's fire, George. Tell me more about the fire. I want to be your senator. And you may not realize this, but that is a very good impression uh, of Ted. I know you didn't hear him talk very much before. It also gives us footage of Ted just being out there meeting people in the local diner. Hey there, it's me, Ted Bud. You might remember me because I was always chatting to that daughter yours. She was always <laughs> real pretty. How's she doing these days? she <laughs> will see her later. I mean, you know, he is a Republican, Steve, so he probably is more interested in the sun. But uh, you can also get some B-roll footage of Ted and the family. Yeah, I'm Ted's dog. They called me Bowsers because they're, well, they're not the brightest sticks in the wood. Let's put it that way. And that's the family, although the boy is not really his. But shh, don't tell it's family secret (laughs) don't tell but the dog watched (laughs) of course he did it's North Carolina the dog participated (laughs) so uh, there you go Steve it's our first American candidate profile there's about a thousand left to cover do they all put their b-roll up I, I have found there's some great Ted Cruz B-roll from one of his elections where, um, and but they didn't edit it down. So it's got him like trying to hug his kids and the kids are like, get the fuck off me. It's brilliant. So there's a lot of it out there and we will be um, trolling through many of it and doing some more um, extensive, you know, yeah, trying to add some, some color to the videos, trying to help them out, help a brother out.
0: Much to look forward to. Can't wait yep. for this. Um, some of the comments then. One last hit of the comment section. Chris Hood says boner And for anyone just joining the show, I'm not going to explain that. That's just Chris <laughs> Hood saying Lambona. Um Charlotte says massaging human feet is bad enough, let alone chicken feet. But then the poor, it's been on its feet all day. It's been walking around doing all the. That yep. wasn't pecking. That was just been to a concert. Um, <laughs> Stephen Leatherdale says uh, chicken massage with a happy meal ending. Ah,
1: oh, nice. Old
0: HME, um, <laughs> uh, USA says Chris Hood. If you can't beat it, shoot it. If you yeah. can't beat it, shoot it. Yep, that's how I, I think sure, you sound.
1: Yes, yeah, so we sound.
0: Oh, that. Why did I not do my favorite American accent? Why am I trying to do the standard one? Oh, yeah, of course, does? there you go. Well, I do declare the USA. <laughs> if you can't beat it, shoot it.
1: So we'll call that your Kevin Spacey. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I need a ring to tap on the desk. <laughs> tink, tink. What did he used to say? What was the phrase back in? Oh, what was the the name of the place where Kevin Spacey House of Cards character always say back in thing we used to say, and mm. he always come up with some really dumbass Southern states of American <laughs> saying. Gray, oh. grandson. Someone can look at that, and then that's another impression that's going to be terrible. Um, yeah. Chris is uh, saying Ted Bud sounds like it should have been someone uh, using a spittoon after it. Ted Bud, ding.
1: Yeah, <laughs> no relationship to Ted Bundy, allegedly. No.
0: That was so edited. Ted, Ted, Ted Bud. I mean, you get the feeling he was just picking sounds from other <laughs> times he'd said words like it. you know like, he loves me, honestly, really. Um, sounds like the golden arches says Christus uh, Stephen Leatherdale that's probably a chicken related or Lambona related thing who knows Bayberg says last time I felt so crushed it was when Bernie admitted to having personal property and wealth in form of stocks no <laughs> you do a good uh, Bernie Sanders impression don't you
1: what are you doing to my daughter yeah it's just
0: like him <laughs> I mean lockdown the might not be great the
1: billionaires and the millionaires that's better
0: yeah that's better the other one was like Colombo getting upset <laughs> with some young man
1: that's the, it's the same guy actually is it so, yeah, Bernie Sanders in his younger years I got one eye your
0: yeah um, uh, Chris says I'm surprised anyone could understand uh, what the Donald was saying as his foot was in his mouth most of the time that's a chicken one <laughs> do it for him and yep. uh, voiceover method from Eric voiceover method new a yep. new category a new yeah skills fake fishing much Says Shades of North Can USA. <laughs> it did look like synchronized fishing. And cast yeah. off.
1: I don't yeah. know, do they have any fish? They, well, they didn't have the British way of you fish by a lake with like camo. So the fish can't see you. That just cracks me up every time I see those guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, who stands that close when oh. actually fishing nobody um, that uh, Shades knows? That's interesting, isn't it? Because then, yeah, you've got to have a certain separation. Otherwise, the fish would be like this is dodgy i don't trust this setup at all yeah ted bud dogging method says chris
1: i'll take it i'll take gaffney
0: it. baby <laughs> as we used to say in gaffney i found the best way to kill someone is to slowly choke them to death and don't care about it tap tap give me some of the taps there you go <laughs> Which is is it was just random stuff, wasn't it? As we used to say in Gaffney, you bang your knee on the chair, it's time to go kill the chair.
1: Is it? I'd never watched all of those. Is it? Is it okay to watch now? Because, no. you know.
0: No. As so. we used to say in Gaffney, you have one sex crime alleged against you. All of a sudden, your TV work is ruined. Work. That's what I said. Work. Gaffney.
1: It was more than one. It was quite a few.
0: It was... If you you have one sex crime alleged against you in Gaffney, people would say you, you you might as well be hung for a lamb as a sheep. So I had a sex crime against Juan sheep. Happy to see jokes about having sex with sheep because it has, says Brit, because uh, it hasn't get baxed. I mean that one. I would. L- I'm. Pr- I'm getting good at uh, reading through typos. I don't know what that is. It hasn't get backs. Hasn't got back legs. Oh, that's what it is. Good God, you're typing like teletext. <laughs> but, <laughs> just just not understand. <laughs> Happy to see jokes about having sex with a sheep because it hasn't got back legs to shove in your wellies. Shove it's... in your wellies.
1: We are almost an hour in. I think that could be part of the problem.
0: Only (laughs) only for dog-based bestiality jokes to hit us all. It's a lot of, yeah. We've got range. There we go. Sorry, Um, keyboard gone weird, says Britt. But type that correctly.
1: (laughs) No weirds. Anyway. um, Right. I think we need to let people go. We're going to be back next Tuesday, Steve.
0: Uh, yes, next Tuesday for more of yep. this entertainment highbrow yeah,
1: highbrow stuff um, well, as
0: be- we used to say back in Gaffney stop it if you're going to do it. one joke about having sex with an animal there are many other animals that you could want stop it
1: um, thank you to those who did put a ko in there we desperately appreciate I mean, we deeply appreciate that and uh, <laughs> if you can't contribute that's fine if you can't we love you watching the show anyway make sure you do the liking thing make sure you do the subscribing thing all these clips get put out as little clips as well so you can share those as well through your social medias if you're not following us already and that kind of thing uh, you can do that there we deeply deeply appreciate it For and we appreciate clips, you watching just yeah. so
0: you get extra value there will mm. not be a joke about the square root of one.
1: There will. He doesn't. He won't take. He won't bother cutting it out.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Good point. <laughs> classic, Classic complex number jokes.
1: Classic. So um, yeah. So now we get to watch it back and see if uh, I was in sync this time. So that'll be fun. And can't tell right now but we'll be back Tuesday and Thursday next week um, in June I think it's going to be in June where we go to one night a week we should maybe start previewing that now yeah. which will by popular demand based on the vote that we took be Wednesdays um, but that's coming just to warn you you got to choose your night uh, but you can always watch us on catch up if you can't watch us live uh,
0: Chris says square root of minus one question mark aye <laughs> god <laughs> three math jokes in the show and I have any of them yeah all algebra but I'm very good at integral and differential calculus I know the scientific names of being animal, uh, beings animalculus in short it matters vegetable animal and mineral I am the very model of a modern major general
1: I'm out of Brian Rose's urine
0: yeah he sent this over So
1: <laughs> there
0: we go now this is not what I'm you. drinking it's just it's been a long show tonight and you can't see under
1: the desk <laughs> Right, um, so we're going to sign off for the evening and uh, we will see you next time.
0: Till then, bye. Thank you for watching this from Comic Solving Problems.
1: And if you feel like it, go ahead and like the video.
0: Or subscribe. Commitment.